for tuning in again we have another wonderful boss mama here blessing our show today i have miss renee from the company blacks if you don't know her you guys are definitely going to fall in love with her she actually started this business with her daughter and she's going to tell us all the tips the secrets and the behind the scenes to everything so renee thank you so much for joining us introduce yourself let the mamas know who you are and everything about your company awesome thank you for having us i want to say that first off um so my name is renee alexandria and as you said i'm a mama is it a mompreneur technically i think so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes well um, i'm a serial entrepreneur so i own a few businesses i'm trying to even own even more um, I am also a single mother, so I have to balance yes. that yes. as well with that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm out here trying to create companies with my daughter. So Black is with my five-year-old daughter. It actually started because of her. Oh, wow. Yeah, because we were trying to find a backpack um, that reflected her and we couldn't find anything. Mm. The little brown or black girl on it. So, you know, me being me, I was like, okay, well, let's, let's, figure it out and I end up creating one and from there it kind of like just skyrocketed and took off that is amazing so let's get deeper into that what is um your daughter your only child I know you told me she's five yes she's my only child so how how did she transfer because I know that first child transformation like you immediately turn into a different woman how did that inspire black and make you want to be business partners for her to be so young what what brought all that to life and together well <laughs> it's a two-part question right yeah so, <laughs> it's a two-part question but you know what I saw the importance of her having I saw the importance of money right right so I know the importance of educating her on money so it's kind of funny I'm actually a college dropout I'm actually a college dropout but the one thing I did know is that money can get you in places that, that you could never get in before. So I was like, once I saw like, okay, you know what, I'm going to create this company. And it was for, because of her, I was like, this idea was birthed from her. I need to give her a percentage of this company. And I noticed that she liked to come in on my meetings and things like that and listen in. And then like, I noticed she started to sell the bags to people. Wow. And we, yeah, we transitioned from just school bags to women and men's accessories too. So mm-hmm. we have like a whole family, right? And young boys as well. So we have purses and gym bags and all these different things. And she would be on the street selling people. Wow. I was like, okay, this is my baby. <laughs> she is most definitely my baby. I need to get her into it. So I was like, okay, you're going to help me with designs. You know what I mean? And help me with this and help me with concepts. She just helped me with a concept for a mommy and me set. Cause she was like, I want to twin with you. I want to be twinning. Aww. I said, okay. So I have my purse and she has her purse that, that turns into so a little cute. backpack. And she designed it from ground. I actually recorded her designing it and what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, did what mommies do and I made it happen. 
So that's why she is 50% because I feel like she deserves it. That is the reason. Yeah. That is amazing. So let me ask this. Are you into building generational wealth? Is that what it's all about? So what about your other business endeavors? Talk about those. Are those personal to you or do you just buy up businesses? So eventually, well, everything has to be a little bit personal to me. Otherwise, I don't have a passion for it. Right. It has to be something that I have a driving force. I've noticed that my passion in life has become helping people. So even our bags, we're helping people who haven't been represented, be represented. And we're not only doing it for African-Americans anymore. We're doing it for indigenous. We're doing it for people who have skin um, like vitiligo, girls who wore balls for alopecia. You know what I mean? All different things, things that you never actually see. Exactly. Right. We're helping them. Yeah. So we're helping them in that way. Um, My other company is uh, um, skincare line and that we're helping people. I had tummy butter. I had our bestseller was this thing that was the all herb. Oh, and everything's always natural <laughs> with me, right? That's amazing. So with the bag company, we use recyclables to make the bags, right? That's and dope. it's all vegan leather. Um, with the skincare, it's all natural. And then we use essential oils for healing and all that other stuff. I am a herbalist too. So I blended all these things and concoctions wow. and stuff like that. And then my third company is actually a hair section company. It's the first company that I ever started. And that was 14 years ago. And I still have it. And I started that one with $10 in a fold out chair. And I added Craigslist. (laughs) That's how I started that one. Yeah. So have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Because you said you went to college. What if you didn't finish this year dropout? Was it to pursue that entrepreneur? It was economic. Really? Yeah, I was in school for economics. And the thing is, I didn't drop out because I wanted to. I ran out of money. Wow. I ran out of money. I did my finals. I was a four point everything. You know what I mean? And then the last semester, I ran out of money. And I was like, they're like, well, we can't give you your diploma without you paying us. Wow. You know what I mean? And then I got my first job. So I, like I got my first actual job in a place like before that I was always hustling on the side right. making my money and um I worked at actually the two of them I worked at Target and I worked at I was in Miami at the time Miami subs that's what it's called <laughs> I worked at Miami subs and it was not for me someone telling me when to come into work when to Girl. leave when I'm taking my break that wasn't for me and I'm a type 1 diabetic so you can't stress me out too much and you got to give me my breaks. You know what I mean? Right. And they, they try to work you to the bone. They do. And then I saw my first paycheck and the paycheck, I worked so hard that week or two weeks. And then my paycheck was like $420. I was legit mad. I was so angry. And I said, I'm not doing this. I am not doing this. And that's when I started my company. I was like, nope. Wow. I can't do it. I'm going to figure it out. If I can put that much work into them and they only pay me $400, I can make more than that. So let me just figure it out. Oh my gosh. What sparked that mindset? Because a lot of people hate going to work, but they will continue mm-hmm. to go to this job and not step out on faith and not just bet yeah. on themselves. Have you always had that type of like strong-willed mindset or was it just, let me just see? and just happened and you know what it's a little bit of both so I think I am strong-willed 
I think I'm I'm very strong-willed, I think, right? But it was also like, if they can do it, I can do it. If there's someone owning this company, they like they have to start somewhere. And I recognize something very young. The internet will be your teacher. Mm-hmm. You can learn everything. I taught myself how to code so I can make websites, so I can do e-commerce online when I was pregnant with her. Because I was like, I can't stand up anymore. You know what I mean? So I taught myself, I was like, no, let me go and get this done because websites, you can make a good couple thousand dollars on the websites. I can do that while pregnant inside of the bed. And I taught myself how to do it. Wow. You know what I mean? So I was strong-willed, but I also want more. You know, and I feel like I deserve more. I feel like everyone deserves anything that they want. So I'm willing just to go out there and do the work that's necessary because I want a certain lifestyle. You know what I mean? What's your sign? Exalted. I'm a Libra. <laughs> yes, you seem like you seem like a Capricorn. So you yeah. have a, some Capricorn, something, because that strong willed is like everything that mm-hmm. I am when it comes to determination and just like at some point you can't keep doing the same thing and complaining about it, working for somebody else. Like you said, that's how I feel. You're giving all this energy into another person's dream, get paid mm-hmm. nothing when you could just give that to yours and create so much. So when you work for somebody else, there's a limit. Yep. The person is telling you how far you can go. If you want a promotion, you got to work for it. You got to work for it. You want more money, you got to make sure. And then you got to hope and cross your fingers and toes that they're going to give it to you no matter how much work you put in. When you're an entrepreneur, when you have your own, there is no limit. And for me, that is thrilling. That it's like, hey... I can, if I can see myself doing it, then I can do it. And I always had the mindset, if someone else can do it, then I can do it. I just got to figure out how they did it. Exactly. And like you said, the internet is free information. You don't even have to. You can have a whole degree. Go to school. You can have a whole, you can have a whole degree on the internet. I I am testament to, I learned everything off the internet. I didn't know how to do something. I was like, the internet knows. Now with the making your the book bags, like how did that all come about? Did you just like watch a YouTube video? Like how did that <laughs> right? Happen? So I was a manufacturer and I am a manufacturer for my hair extensions company, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew about warehousing and manufacturing, even those hair extensions, you know, to source material and to get certain things done, right? Right. So I put that knowledge in and then went to the internet too and, you know, figured out how I wanted the book bag to look. I sketched something, then went with another artist to say, do it look better? You know what I mean? Sketch it better. And then I sent it off to different places to get it done. You know what I mean? So my first prototype was an actual production prototype. It wasn't even like I was there sitting there sewing because you can't mass produce it like that, right? Right. And you want to be able to, you don't want to limit yourself. So the way that we have our own personal spin on it without it just being mass produced is that we do hire people to do it. So I have a warehouse of people, but our images are our own. So they're all done by me or our in-house artists. So they're all copyrighted, okay? (laughs) And they all copyrighted and no one else can sell it. And the cool thing about our company is that like, I'm about like exclusivity type of thing. So if we sell out of a design, you can never get it again. And that freaks you. Some people love it and some people hate it. Like you know That's I mean? a smart move though, because that creates urgency and a sense of, like you said, that feeling of I got this and nobody else will get it after 
certain, these certain amounts, but like yeah. I'm a few in the world, in the entire world that mm-hmm. had, to, you give me, um, Courtney Adelage. I love her. I think that's how you say her last name. You gave me all of her vibes. She owns the main choice hair products and she, has oh, all, yes, 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 yes. And she has all these businesses and they all like flourish. Like everything she touches just flourish. You oh, give, thank like, you. I appreciate vibes, it. Vibes, just because you've been doing it for so long, like, how yeah. has that journey been? Did you have any moments where you were like, let me just get a secure nine to five job? Well, I've money? never gone back. Well, actually, only one time I went to get another job, and that's because I wanted my daughter in this particular school, and it was $2,800 a month. And I was like, <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I got a job, but then that lasted a week. I got a, I got another job. I was like, listen, you have to pay me hundred K. I used all my business experience. I was like, listen, you have to pay me this. And then I worked for them. And I was like, I was like, let me just do some extra work on my end and just get, you know, extra two, three, $4,000 a month or whatever. But the journey has been, here's the thing with entrepreneurship, you better be able to take some low moments because you Let's will have some you will have some moment, and a lot of people don't talk about it like just no. pursue your dream and you'll be fine that's not the case <laughs> that's not the case at all you know what I mean so even just last year even with this company black the recent one we only we started that in the middle of pandemic we just wow. hit a year this month congratulations and thank you and a lot of people think that we've been open for a while but we haven't but even with that one last year I almost lost the company completely because they closed the border and I had all of my inventory at the border for two three months so people thought I stole their money they're like you stole my and I had to keep on sending out no I apologize and then I was like yo I have so much money worth of inventory out there right some people's yearly salary and I need to go and figure out a way to get it and I had I took all my I took my savings and I was like, okay, I got to, it's like make or break. I have to bank on myself or I got to stop. And then I made like a video too, where I was like, y'all, I'm too far to stop. Like I, I can't stop now. Right, you know what I mean? Too, I'm too deep in. Like I can't stop. I'm just going to have to bank on myself. I'm just going to have to bank on myself and do the, in, and, and just pay the money. You get what I mean? Yeah. So I banked on myself. It worked out. <laughs> it worked out it worked out which is awesome and um and then right after that we weren't even so even though we've been open for um a year I was only really operational for about four and a half months that is in which no one knows because they're like this bad company is like oh because we sold out like within the first 30 days we sold out of everything because your stuff is so your products, not even stuff, you put some respect on it. Your products. Thank you. And your every, the design is so unique because you created, you know, yourself and you can tell that you put actual thought and just everything into it. And yeah, I can see that. Like, yeah, you know. it was good. And then, but then the thing too, is that what a lot of people don't talk about is when your business blows up, the expenses blow up. I went from spending what I, I went from spending like, you know, a couple of $10,000 to set, spending what people make in a year, in a month and writing them checks for four, writing them checks. I was like, 
breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it just was like, just it, it wasn't even like a steady, it just went shot. Did you ever just have like a surreal moment during that time? Like, man, I'm really writing out a $40,000 check. Like, I'm really able to do this. Like, did you ever just sit in that moment and be like, dang, this is really like, you know what I'm gonna be honest with you I have an issue I have an issue where I just I can make a major accomplishment and I don't even recognize it it's a problem you know what I mean I'm gonna be honest with you yes. it's a problem my my right hand woman who's helped me listen this girl she's helped me so much from she had she was like you know what? I believe in you I believe in your company she's from my college I met her in college and she's my lead. I don't even know what to call her. She's my lead for everything. And she was like, girl, do you know what we, she's the one who's like, do you know what we just did? Like we made what we made in like, like she, she, she lets me know. I'm going to answer like a freaking round of applause sound <laughs> for you because you got to clap for yourself and really take a moment to really really realize first of all how you've lasted for 14 years just off of one company that's an accomplishment mm -hmm. in itself but to have built two other ones and at the capacity and at the level that you did that is absolutely amazing so definitely give yourself yeah. a round of applause i appreciate it i see i'm getting all shy <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it it doesn't hit me sometimes like i can talk about it and i can say you know, that's the problem with perfectionism, right? Is that you never really, you know, I struggle with that. And I actually had a therapy session and my therapist gave me this book to read. Um, and it's called, uh, oh my goodness. What is it called? It's by Brianne Brown. Um, I'm going to have to find it and I could send it to you. It's going to okay. come to me later, but it's by Bri Brianne Brown. And um, it talks about that. It talks about um, perfectionism and mm -hmm. ways to help with that because it is a problem, a serious it's problem. It's a serious problem. I've had to deal with it. I had to deal with a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? And I'm kind of one of those people who don't lie about it. <laughs> I kind of just tell you. I, I had to well deal with, with money wounds. I don't know if you know what money wounds are, but I had to get over the mental hurdle like you want this lifestyle and you want all this money in your bank, but no one really tells you how it feels to have that. Yeah. And I know people are like, but you have all this money. You're not going to be worried about it. It makes sometimes it's kind of scary. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. And especially when you have such big expenses coming out every month and you have payroll that you got to meet and I'm a single mom. So all that is, is running of, you're focusing on what's going out and you want to make sure that you're constantly bringing in. That's why you're always thinking, I'm with you. I know. Yeah, always thinking. I'm always I'm like, I can make that. I can flip that. Oh, Amazon? Got you. I'm about to do something. Right. Let <laughs> me figure out how to double this. Where can this go? How can I invest mm -hmm. this and flip that to make up for when you are writing 40 grand out? Like, yeah, your mind you is racing on. You have those moments, right? Right. There's sometimes in entrepreneurship that the month before you can make a hundred thousand, and then the next month you make ten, and it's just like that. And you have to make sure that you're able to sustain yourself. And, and that's why that's why I have multiple. That's why I don't have just one. Because I'm like, how do you deal with those money wounds or help with, heal those to learn how to 
even handle all this money that's flowing in and out. So I actually did a course. It's called Money EQ by Kevin Honda. And he helps you with your money wounds, how to be okay with growing, and he calls it your money container. So every person has different money wounds, and it's usually by how you're brought up. So some people are the fearful type. The fearful types are usually people who are like very hippie-like in a sense and very like, um, I don't need money. Money is mm-hmm. all evil type yeah, yeah. Of thing. I can live off. I'm a nomad or just that kind of spirit, right? I had that mix. I had a mixture. And then some are the saver types where they got to save every single dollar. Because it, mm-hmm. I was that mixture too, because I'm like, I'm a single mom. I have to save my money. But me saving all my money was keeping me lower income. You get what I mean? Because you got to spend your money sometimes to make money. You got to flip. There is no point of you having $16,000 in the bank. And then if you apply it, you can flip it to $50,000. Right. You get what I mean? There's no point. I started one company with less than $1,000. And within 36 days, that company was at $22,000. So it was a thousand dollars to start, and then in thirty days I had twenty-two thousand, and then the next month I had like sixty. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like each month, so I had to get over it because I wanted to save every dollar, because I was like, Yo, what if something happens? Right. I'm a diabetic. I can get sick, and then how are we gonna live? I don't want my baby to want for anything. I spoil. I spoil him a little bit. You know, I don't want my baby to want for anything. Like I don't have a other income to bank on, right? Right. So I was saving, I was saving, I was saving. And then what was that doing? If I didn't heal that money wound when we had that low last year and I needed to spend all that money in the save that I took from mm-hmm. my savings, I wouldn't have been able to do it. If wow. I didn't heal it, I wouldn't have been able to do that. And I know that. And then I would have the company would have failed. And, and then that would have right instead of just pushing on. Right. So I think anyone who I don't think that. A lot of people talk about the emotional intelligence that what you need for money. People only talk about how to make it. They do true. not talk about how you're going to feel emotionally when you do make it. That is and when things so are true. increasing and decreasing and increasing, it is a lot to make a good amount one month and then very little the next. It's it's a very up and down roller coaster. You right? gotta be, you gotta be built for entrepreneurship really because it sounds fun and I guess it is fun when you you know you're doing what you love but on the back end that like you said people don't see the late nights the numbers the everything that goes into it that's where it does take some emotional intelligence it does take some I think everyone needs to heal their money wounds because I think it will help them overall even if you have you only make a thousand dollars a month it's gonna help you overall because you're going to be able to understand. And then the best thing that I ever learned is that I don't chase money anymore. So I come from a Jamaican household, okay? And Jamaicans have four or five jobs, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they got four or five jobs. You know, man, I need some more money. Like they have right? four or five jobs, right? And I was like, I was in that mindset. Like you need all these different jobs, but you're chasing the money. Right. Once I realized that money is just energy and this is going into some holistic stuff, y'all. Okay. Let's bring (laughs) it because I'm with it. Let's go. You know, so I want you to think of money in this way. Right. And I want you to think of receiving money in this way. When you wake up in the morning and you take your first breath, you don't think, 
am I going to breathe? You wake up and you take your breath, right? Mm-hmm. You got to think of money as air. When you wake, you, you put yourself in this position, you breathe in the money, you breathe out. It's a circle. It's a cycle. All I have to do is say, I need this money. There have been times where I said, I need 20K and I have five days to do it. I didn't know how it's going to come. And I said, listen, I need 20K. I got five days, okay? And I just keep on having that thought. And I go, just bring it to me. I would get a person that like, oh, you qualified for a loan for 35. And I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what? You know what times that's happened? Where I've gone to my lead and I said, girl, listen, ads are costing a lot. We burning out $15,000 every week. Like, I need another extra thing. And she, and she's like, just ask for it. When you ask where you get it. And I was like, I pretty much do. So I just, it's literally like air. You do not need to think about it. You just need to say it. You need to believe that it's yours, that you deserve it. A lot of people don't believe that they deserve money. They don't that believe it. Deep. They don't. That's they don't. Deep. They believe that they deserve the suffering and that they're supposed to be where they are in their life. And Oh, we could go deeper into why, but I don't think <laughs> that goes, that goes. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I believe you can get, I believe you can get anything that you want. If you don't believe that, look at Oprah. Okay. Anybody. You, can don't, be, you don't believe that? Look at Tyler Perry. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, he was homeless. Do you get what I mean? Seriously. And he did. So whenever I'm having those moments, I'm like, I just got to keep on going. I just got to keep on doing my thing. And it's a mindset. You just have to, you got to have that strong mindset to just yeah. constantly keep going and believe in yourself and believe that it's going to happen. Like you said, it's already yours, everything. You got to sit down and think about your vision, right? A lot of people don't know their vision and they don't know their, their passion. So they don't know what path to take. Do you get what I'm saying? So I had to sit down and think about my vision and think about my passion and what my passion was. My passion is to help people. I want to, I don't have a monetary goal. I have a goal of helping 5 million souls. So whatever company I create is to help people because my goal is not a monetary value. That's going to come because if I believe in it and I have a certain passion to it and it's, um, I'm doing it for good reasons, it rewards you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's a better feeling. Like that's a whole different type of feeling when you're rewarded. And yeah, you know, sometimes you don't have to worry about the money. Like sometimes you really do not have to worry about the money and the money would just come. I still surprise myself sometimes when I'm like, you hold on, you got that. Like, you know what I mean? I surprise myself, you know, because I'm just like, I didn't even realize it. I, I like I'm today I went looking for I'm in a condo in the middle of Toronto right? I wanted one of those sky rise yes. with the floor to the ball ceilings and you look out and sip some coffee, like, you know, <laughs> things like that, right? But then today I was like, all right, I'm done with this. I went looking for townhomes, right? I didn't think I was going to be able to afford a townhome because in Toronto, I don't know if anyone knows, but like rent starts off at like $3,500. Woo! You get what I'm mean? for for what for what I wanted. <laughs> you get it for what I wanted. You get what I mean. You can get stuff for twenty seven, a two bedroom for twenty seven. You know what I mean, things like that. But I like seeing water. I like right. seeing it. I like seeing. So it's more expensive. I didn't think I was gonna be able to go and get a townhouse 
that was like beautiful with the red brick and you know what I mean? The trees right. over. And I was there looking at the place and I was like, dang, I had a moment of like, dang, this is pretty cool. Like I can actually do this and I can actually afford this. And I sometimes I forget that a while ago that wasn't the case. A while ago that wasn't the case at all. You yeah. have an amazing story, Renee. Oh. Like, and I'm honestly blessed because you guys just came to me and that's just a testament of like, I do this podcast genuinely because I want moms to know that they can still fulfill their dreams. They can still just aspire to be anything mm-hmm. outside of just being a mom. Like, you're Yeah, so a lot of people think that. that mommyhood just shuts them down. Do you get what I mean? And I did something with my baby. Now, I'm not saying it's not hard because there's times where I can't work during the day. How do you balance? So it took me a while to get balanced, but scheduling, (laughs) scheduling. So we're in Toronto right now. There's a stay at home order. Mm -hmm. It's not like the States where you can go outside and go to stores and restaurants and how long are y'all stay at home you got to stay at home okay so you have a child who's doing virtual school and you have a stay at home order and we already know how kids jump off the wall so I can be in meetings and it's like ah carrot my face princess and dragons you know what I mean (laughs) and I'm like hold on you guys I can't like you know I let everyone know that my baby's gonna come in but when you're the boss you can do that right I'm like my baby's gonna come in she may want something and I may stop for a second and just like, but I, she is, she knows that when I'm doing something, she probably pop in and pop out, but like, that's pretty much it. I worked a lot of nights. So I had to split my scheduling off when she was in school, I would be working. And then I spend that time with her because you don't want them to feel like you neglect them. Right. Wow. And I have mommy guilt. I had mommy guilt for a while. So I was like, I'm not playing with my baby. You know what I mean? Um, and then I would put her to bed on a schedule. And then we would literally, I would literally start back working again. All night. All night. And then you do it. What I like about my companies is that I automate them after a while. So like the Miami extensions, I check in on that. Like I have my orders and then this automatically does. And it's like, and then I just check in once in a while. Do you get what I mean? It's automated. Every single thing I try to do is automate. When people are trying to do it themselves, they need to realize that you can't work in your business and you have to work on your business or your business is going to stay small. Okay, well, after this, we're going to have a real conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's where I'm at. Yeah, you can't, you can't work. You cannot work in it. So... Um, my hair extension company actually branched out to so many different things because I became a manufacturer and then with me manufacturing, I was selling hair, um, to like, companies and salons and stuff like that. Right. And then they'll say, I don't know how to do this. And I'm like, Oh, let me show you. I'll teach you how to set up your schedule in a certain way. And I'll teach you how to make more money and I'll teach you how to do marketing. And then it became like a consulting business. So we have the extensions. And then from there, I started to help all these people. And then I started consulting on all these different businesses and not even just hair, not salons, just anything. You know what I mean? Because one, I'm really good at research. And two, I kind of keep it how it is. How I'm talking to you right now is how I talk to my clients. I'll tell them when they're not doing what you need. Like, you know, you needed to do this. 
and you needed to get it done. Why is it done? I have clients that I call and then I don't say anything. They're like, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then they hang up the phone and I'm like, that's what I thought. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get on them like, oh, I'm like, do you not want money? I was like, do you not want money? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta set the time. There's enough. Me and you have the same amount of time in a day. It is. That is true. That's really true. Yes. So you have to set the time of like when it's your time. And if you want your business, you cannot cheat on your business. Do the hardest step first in the morning. So when your kids are in school and everything like that, that's the first thing you do. Do the hardest step before 11 o'clock. Okay. After 11 o'clock, things just kind of go downhill. You got lunch and baby crying and then this, right. you know what I mean? Then, yeah. Before 11, they're usually stable for some reason. So <laughs> do it. That's right? a fact. <laughs> but they're usually stable before 11. It's after that's 11. a fact. Yeah. So I do the morning miracle where you wake up and you write and you meditate and you visualize and you do all this stuff. And then if anyone doesn't know it, they can always look it up, right? And what it is. And um, it sets me into a certain mindset. And then I just work. I do the hardest thing. And that can be read, writing an email to a person that you didn't really want to write this email. And you're just like, you know what? That's the hardest thing I have to do today. Let me get it done. And then you'll be surprised how all these other things work. And I stopped working for hours at a time. So what I do is, I work for one hour and then I set the alarm and there's a 10 minute break. That 10 minute break is my time. And then I get back to work and then there's a 10 minute break. And then I get back and then I get back to work and then 10 minutes. That breaking up the cycle, I can work all day and it don't feel like I worked all day. Right. So you take your little. You took your breaks in between. Yeah. And that can mean like I'm just watching one of my guilty pleasure shows, like Married at First Sight. That man driving me crazy. <laughs> You know, married at first sight, and I watch 10 minutes of it, my alarm goes off, I get back to work. That's a good tip, actually. That and then you can spend that 10 minutes, one of the 10 minutes with your child, too. Yeah. And then so they feel like, oh, and they, they don't get too anxious because they know in about 40 minutes they can kind of feel it or something. Our mommy's going to take a break. So I can, like, sit down and watch something with her, or we can just chill or, you know what I mean? Or whatever it helps them with their anxiety too of like you working yeah. too much yeah and then the mommy guilt too because i yeah i still get that sometimes i i have it bad all of my little posts i really post stuff for myself like when people i post little encouraging stuff about not feeling guilty it's really for me like telling myself look girl don't feel guilty like you can't you're fine you're a mother yeah. which is the most beautiful thing and I take motherhood very seriously, but you're a human. Mm -hmm. And if you're not at your best, you cannot be at the best for the baby. That part. And your man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so you, you can't, part. you're not at your best. And you're not at your best for yourself. Like you want to be in a good space so that you can truly do and make decisions that you need to make and be clear-headed and not so like, consumed and like how am I going to do this when I feel so overwhelmed yep absolutely. if I can do it as a single mother who is a diabetic and diabetes shuts you down for hours at a time mm -hmm. okay who is a diabetic then anyone can do it 
Yes, you are a beautiful testimony and just testament. Thank you so much for coming on to my show. I feel so honored. This is a really a true blessing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. tell, tell everybody where they can find you, uh, all of your companies, websites, just all of your information and what yeah. you to look out for next to come. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I want everyone to really check out our bad company. We're doing something really cool and positive with it. And we have so many different images that are coming out. We kind of revamped it to be like the United Nations of bags. So we have some really cool ones that are coming out for all different like um, ethnicities too. So before we were only really black, but now we're, we're, you know, going into all the different mixtures of ethnicities. So I want people to check out that because with that bag, their purchase goes to planting a tree. So they can plant trees Beautiful. in Kenya, um, Zimbabwe, Uganda. Um, before we had initiative helping people with food and soap and water in Uganda. And we helped over um, 350 families twice at 21 days at a time. So we would give them enough food for 21 days and soap and water and all that stuff in the height of COVID. Because I'm, I'm a germaphobe. So I'm like, they need soap and water. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So like that. Um, so that's at blk-ed.com, um, blk-ed.com, blk-ed.com. And um, from there, they can always just message us. And if they want information on anything else, like if they want information on consulting and stuff like that, they can send a message to any one of my companies. And the message would relay back to me, customer service would just say, all you gotta do is put attention Alexandria. <laughs> I check it. I go through the emails. I check people's names. You know what I mean? And everything like that. I'm still kind of hands-on in that way. I even call people up on the phone, which a lot of people are surprised about. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for just coming on. I really enjoyed our talk. I really did. <laughs> thank you, honey. I learned a lot. All right, mamas, we are out of here. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow Miss Renee Alexandria and Blacks on all platforms. Definitely mm -hmm. check out their products. They're beautiful and amazing. Until next time, mamas, bye.